The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Angels. All things paranormal. This is Angel Talk. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Angel Talk. I'm Rachel Corpus, psychic medium and angel communicator. And we've got Allie here today. Hi, Allie. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Well, I'm good. We just had the weirdest conversation ever. (laughs) I'm really happy to be with you today. It's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah, I think we say that every time we hit record. It's been like maybe two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, because we would hang out together every day if we could. Yeah, honestly, for real. Yeah. Today, we've got some good work to do because there's been a lot of UFO stuff in the media. and We want to talk about it. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I've had people messaging me and emailing me, asking me about these large white balloons and stuff in the air. And if they're really, they want me to ask Sarai if they're really UFOs or really aliens. What's your take on it, Allie? Do you think they really are? I think some of them could be, honestly. Mm -hmm. But the things that even I hear, I see here in Iowa, it's like, that's not... A plane or anything, right? I mean, you're always watching the sky. Lip, yeah. Yeah, my head's always up in the sky, for sure. But you've got a lot of pictures on your phone of stuff you've captured, too. Pictures, videos, I have it all. It's, yeah. it's, it's quite insane, really. But I think some of it is real, and some of it might be a cover-up for something. But Say more about that. So the cover-up thing. So when Biden shot down that balloon from China, right, that spy balloon, or whatever it was, they were like... There was talk about it being, like, from aliens, right? Or was it a spy ship? But I feel like a lot of the things that are being brought up in today's media could be to get our heads into somewhere else rather than where it should be. So, like, when all that stuff was going out around with the aliens in the government and, like, the media and stuff, a lot what I saw was that it was coming around to when Jeffrey Epstein his list of all the people that he has, I'll just say abused, his list and all the people he came around, public stars, superstars, celebrities, political people, that list was supposed to come out and have everyone's name on it. And we haven't seen the list or anything now. So that's interesting timing. Yeah. But I do think that some of it is real. Well, I'm with you on this because I happen to see a similar news story or a post. Uh, An anchor person was sharing 
really a rant, but it caught my attention about, you know, why are these stories always hitting the UK, Canada, United States of America? Why are we seeing these always hitting these highly populated areas? Oh, it's because this is where the the big news stories are that are we're, we're getting distracted from. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I checked in with Spirit about that, and I got a yes. I said, yeah. they said, that that's true. There's a lot going on that we're being pulled from, that we're not, we're being pulled to so that we don't notice. Mm-hmm. We're not getting the whole story. I am not a conspiracy theorist. I don't like that feeling, but I do like to know the truth. And I'm not afraid to sit with the weird, as you know. Yeah, yeah, especially that. (laughs) I enjoy that because I know that things that are really weird often have truth. They come from a place of truth. Mm -hmm. And it's healthy for us to dig into that weird place and know, okay, why is it weird and why does it feel strange? It's often because we haven't sat with it very long. Right. I'm a little bit different than you. I like the conspiracy theories because it kind of pulls my mind into this isn't such a structured world like everyone thinks it is. Mm. But then again, it's like I'd rather know the truth about something rather than be told a lie. Yes. You know, especially by our government and the people that are supposed to protect us. So, yes. You know, well, our government, you know, they ask us to follow without thinking, and that's dangerous. Yep. It's very dangerous. I do think, this might be totally off topic, but I do think that a lot of 2020 with things, especially with the coronavirus, I think it was giving, that had to happen for us to sit back and actually see what was really going on in the world. Yes. Like Black Lives Matter, the whole movement with that, the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, the Donald Trump thing, just... The whole conspiracy theory around all of that, I think 2020 needed to happen, right? Because 2020 sounds, it's supposed to be like perfect vision, right? Yes. And a lot of things fell apart from that. Uh That aren't, you know, a lot of people got canceled. A lot of things happened in the media and in social media that was brought to light, I think. Yes. And that needed to happen. You're right. Archangel Azrael says that that was a year of destruction. Yeah. And that's our Archangel of destruction. Mm-hmm. Archangel Azrael says that 2020 was a year of not falling apart, but destruction, mm-hmm. destroying so that it can be rebuilt. Right. And our rebuilding, that's a very fluid process because it's choice by choice. Yeah. And we're still going to be doing it vibrationally, yeah. you know, with our thoughts, our actions, and it really seems like the government's not going to do it for us. No. And probably it never has. No, I don't think it ever has. And I don't know if it ever will. But I think with... And I don't think that's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, no, I, me I just don't think that one entity can love you. Right. I think an organization can never love you because it can't be... One organization can't be right for everybody. You've exactly. got to do your own thing and cohesively... You've got to come together, but we already have that. That's collective consciousness. That's yep. that, that's love. Mm-hmm. And we lost that cohesiveness at some point when we started to make choices that were not out of love. Right. Like you said, I do think that in Archangel, what is it? Asriel. Asriel. I want to say Israel. Reminds Asriel. me of the Smurfs. Oh, okay. Asriel. Cool. Yeah. Wasn't there? Wasn't that the cat? I have As, no idea. Oh, okay, so if you were like my age and older who watched the Smurfs as real was a character. The Smurfs. I I do think that 
that needed to happen because of Archangel Azrael and everything being destructed to be reborn into the light for yeah. sure. And then on top of that, all the things that we're doing now as a people collective, right? We're seeing the the spiritual side more yes. than what we ever did, I think. Well, yes. at least in my lifetime. Yeah. If you look for it, you're going to see it. Exactly. It's, just, it's the part of new earth that you can see if you look for it. What you look for, you're going to see. Mm-hmm. Put out, you're going to receive. You're going to attract back. Yeah. I think that's been kind of hard for people to understand and grasp that it, this is a very spiritual world and it's not so people-y. I don't know the yeah, word not for so it. earthy. Earthy. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That there's more of the etheric realm here, more of the higher vibrational frequency than it appears. Than right. it appears. Exactly. It seems like we're made of matter and that we're standing on matter, sitting on matter, when in actuality everything is frequency. Right. If we really believed that, we could walk through walls. Yeah. Yeah. No, really. Yeah, we really could. If we really believed that we were abundant, abundance could flow to us the same way sunshine comes to us. Mm -hmm. If we really believed in that, because we can do that in other dimensions. Right. So what I've learned working with Sarai is that, did you hear that tapping? Yeah. Is that why you're smiling? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. They just went, yeah, right on. <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> tapped like, the ceiling. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> it gave me chills. <laughs> Working with Sarai, I noticed that they've been trying to teach me and, and people that they're working with and you that they're here to help us remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that they don't need matter, like white balloons and ships that we can see to travel here. Some of the aliens or extraterrestrials do. So it is possible that some of those balloon thingies were extraterrestrials. We probably won't know for a while because right now the way our government works, they're still hiding things because they don't want to incite fear. Yeah. Chaos Um, or anything like that. Right. Sarai tells me that this will be the year that the extraterrestrials will be known to walk among us. They've always have been, they Mm -hmm. say, but they're going to be more open about it and and will walk freely. I don't, as Rachel, I don't know totally what that means. I don't know what that'll look like, but that's what they say. And they're saying it'll be loving. It won't be scary. It's not going to be like this big second coming. They're not going to rule us in any way. So it's not going to be like Mars attack. Gosh, no. <laughs> but, see, <laughs> this, but people think that it will be because of, right. the, because of the media and because of propaganda movies and stuff, propaganda. Up. But they're saying that they've been coming here little by little to help us remember that we are beings of great potential. We're beings of love, that we already know how to heal ourselves. Mm-hmm. And they've been coming here to just wake up that ability in us. That's and great. they've been doing it gently by like tapping us in the forehead for our pineal gland, tapping us in our chakras. Some of it's really simple. Some of it's real wild. Mm-hmm. And people have been noticing or remembering that they've had visits, which some people remember as abductions, but they're not. But right. again, we filter stuff. Mm-hmm. Our memories change. Mm-hmm. Remember stuff wrong all the right. time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then on top of that, I do think by remembering things wrong, a lot of us have also like and this might be total left field, but I think a lot of us, especially in our past lives and stuff, 
we're still living those past lives as it's happening now, right? Yeah, in my multidimensional. Because in my mind, time doesn't exist, right? Like it I'm doesn't. living my past, present, and future all in one. Right now, my consciousness is in this one. Yes. Right? Yes. When we go to sleep, I feel like that's when I travel. I go to a different lifetime, different parallel life, yes. anything like that. Yes. So even when you, sometimes when you space out, yeah, you're clicking into a different version of you. Mm-hmm. We used to think that past lives were it. We had linear past lives. You're born, you live, you die, you have a little time to fart around in the afterlife, <laughs> then you incarnate again, rinse, repeat. Actually, we know differently now. We know that all of us are multidimensional. So like what you're saying is right. We have these other lifetimes that even though your the time period may look different, that you have a lifetime that's taking place in World War One mm-hmm. or medieval times, we have to get rid of the idea of time because that was created in this dimension. It doesn't really exist. Right. All of your other lifetimes are concurrent they're resonating right now like records going around stacked on top of each other and you have the ability as we all do to dip into those other lifetimes go up into other lifetimes down into other lifetimes however you want to think about it right because their frequency yeah it's time travel rally yeah Freaking time travel. (laughs) I've always knew I was one (laughs) time traveler I used to actually carry like a compass I don't know why but true north always is different. Neat. That's neat. I'm different. I'm different. Thank God you're different. <laughs> Trying to make people think a little bit more. <laughs> I have this question from Keely, one of our listeners. And I'm going to read this out loud and then we'll talk about it, okay? Awesome. She says, as a child, I had dimensional dreams of being surrounded by a cloaked council where I was being taught to be a go-between or communicator of some kind. It happened so frequently that I had a crippling fear of extraterrestrials. It all just felt too big and scary, whatever it was. At 16, I wholeheartedly prayed for God to reassign me away from whatever that was, and instantly the terrors and dreams stopped. I know I'm currently not living in my full purpose. Now that I'm older and earthly, Older in this earthly life, I feel better equipped to handle what might have been. So she wants to know, was that Sarai? If not them, then who or what was it? Can she be reinstated or has that opportunity been lost? What do you think, Allie? My mind kind of goes to two places. One, it takes me to the aliens, right? I do think that some people have visits like that especially in their dream state, because it's we're more open to that frequency. I but then again, I think there's a lot of copycats or people, entities that play tricks on us. So something that could be, I don't know, I guess, I don't know how to put it. I guess the best way I know how to put it is I feel like there's some entities that like to mess with us when we're in our dream state because we're so open. Hmm. What would be that motive of why would they do that, do you think? You know, entertainment. Either entertainment for them because they feed off fear or even just because, okay, here's where my mind goes. Because we're so earthy, right? We don't think about the spiritual side a lot as a collective. We don't, right? Right. So when we're in our dream state, we can do anything in our dream state. Anything. Anything. Limitless. Exactly. So why would nothing be limitless to us in that dream state? 
Does that make sense? Like, why wouldn't I find a trickster? Why wouldn't I find sure. a fake alien? You know what I mean? Sure. Why I'm, wouldn't you go across a whale made of crystals and then a man made of blueberries? Exactly. And then an extraterrestrial who was playing tricks on you. Right. And then an angel. Right. <laughs> Anything is possible. Right. And so I feel like maybe that's that's where my mind goes when it comes to the earthy part, right? But, like, aliens yeah. and stuff like that, I feel like they do something a little bit different in your dream state, right? They they don't make it so scary. Right. And if they do start to make it scary or we get scared in that dream state, you know, we usually wake up from a nightmare, right? Yes, because your angels wake you up. Exactly. They're like, this isn't going right. Exactly. And if they're showing you something false, like if you have a... a a dream. If you're in a dream state and you're seeing a trickster, mm-hmm. you will wake up from that. See, and that's exactly because it doesn't serve your purpose, right? But if you are like Keely and you're having dreams where you're sitting amongst a council mm-hmm. and you're supposed to be there, yeah. that is an enduring visit because yeah. it's not a dream; it's a visit. Right. She was a liaison. Right. It's just that she was. They're telling me. And right now, Keely and everybody listening, I am accessing Keely's database. So I'm going to her angels right now. And I am going to ask Sarai in a little bit because I have Keely's permission to do so. They're saying that Keely was advanced enough in this current brain, in this current incarnation, that she was a little too aware of it as a child and it simply scared her. Mm-hmm. So she woke herself up. She kind of had a holy shit moment. This right. is too much for me. Yeah. If she had stayed deeper into sleep, she would have completed those meetings and then woke up and just got ready for school like a normal day. Right. And then when she got into her 20s, 30s, 40s, and she may have remembered it in a more gentle way, probably about the same time she might have, you know, walked into the spiritual aisle of Barnes and Noble or something and saw <laughs> yeah. a book about ETs. And then that kind of meet cute or alignment moment would have happened. And, oh, that feels eerily familiar. I wonder why. Or right. might have seen a movie about ETs and had that moment. You know, that's usually how we come to those moments where we realize, oh, why does that feel so familiar to me? Our, our angels bring us friends or podcasts or something to help us realize, oh, there's more to that. Mm-hmm. Why does that feel so familiar? And it usually wakes up gently. Right. Or it can smack you in the face like it did me. <laughs> it's like, or it can smack you in the face, right? Or it can come through trauma. Yeah. Like my big awakening came through infant death. You know, mm-hmm. I, I lost a baby and I had lost babies before, but when I had my most recent miscarriage, it it wrecked me so much that it was the grieving process that I was like, whoa, this is different. Right. I'm either going to have to have a major mental breakdown or I'm going to allow my gifts to come out. And I had a choice to make. So it, sometimes it's through trauma, mm-hmm. near-death experience. You know, if the beginning that's... of this season, you know, I had a near-death experience and I had a whole that Sarai came through. Right. That's so, awesome. Yeah. It, awesome. And also that. like, <laughs> I'm sorry you went through that, but I love it. <laughs> my poor husband, it got more gray hairs oh, and, no. <laughs> and a little more balding. Gray hair is just wisdom. Yes. And then also he's got some bald patches, <laughs> which he doesn't appreciate. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> he's still cute. <laughs> he's a little cutie. He is a little cutie. <laughs> That's how mine happened, too, though. What, you're I, balding? I, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. If I'm balding, we got no problem. No, I think I think how I kind of came to the whole spiritual side of this life is 
Um, I don't know if I necessarily had an NDE, a near-death experience, but I had something very s- freaky happen, you know? Tell it. Well, you know about it. It's Don't do any of this at home, kids. But, like, yes. the things that I used to do, right, I feel like I jumped on a different plane than I was even supposed to be on, right? Like, as I told you, I went to this place where... I knew, I know, I know what I saw and I know what I remember, right? I remember looking outside the window and it was green. Everything was green. There was no noise, no sound, no cars, no wind, nothing. It was completely silent. So parallel dimension? I think so. I don't think it was a very high frequency place that I went to. So it was bad. We could say. Yeah. If if you want to categorize it. I would say that, yeah, it was, excuse my language, it was fucking scary. It really was. Yeah. Right? And so then... So did it look like a regular street that you knew? Oh, yeah. I've been up and down awake? Yes. The whole time, right? Wow. And so... And what happened was, is I looked out the window, right? And the person that was next to me was like, it's completely silent. And so here I am. I tuned in, right? And I'm like, oh my God, it really is. And she lived by an interstate. So like, how could you not hear the cars? Were you meditating at this time or like, what was the thing that got you into this? Do you want me to be completely honest? Be honest. Be honest. Okay. So I was, I took acid. Okay. Okay. And uh, the thing is, and I don't do drugs anymore. And here's a little side note about me. I am actually in recovery. I've been two years sober. And I'm still having these spiritual things happen. Right? Yeah. At first I thought I was going crazy because I'm, I remember these things that happened and I know, I know that I was there. I seen it with my own eyes. I wasn't asleep. I wasn't dreaming. I wasn't meditating. I wasn't doing those things. But when you look out your own window and you know, the street, you've been on it a thousand times, million times, and you look out and it seems like there is no one else in the world besides you and the person you're with. And then in a flash, literally in a blink of an eye all you do is you close your eyes and you wait you know you open your eyes and then everything is back to normal you hear the birds you hear the wind you hear you hear cars you hear everything wow and I think me going through that experience woke me up so I'm like how the hell did I do that right how did I do that I want to know how to do it now. <laughs> Obviously, I want to go there. I want to do it. I want to experience it again and not be on drugs. You know, yes. I, I really do think that, and this is... And you can. Right. I, that's what I'm coming to is you don't have to be on these substance no, to feel don't. or see mm-hmm. or hear or do any of these things. Mm-hmm. Because if I was, when I was on those things... Why am I still hearing, seeing, feeling everything so spiritual now? Right. I'm not on drugs anymore. Right. I'm not doing those things. I'm not drinking, you yeah. know? So for people to, in my mind, for people to say, no, that hasn't happened to you because it sounds so crazy and obsolete. Mm-hmm. How do you know what I was saying? How do That's you funny. know what's real? And had you walked out of your house on acid in that parallel dimension, you might have gotten locked out. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie on this, right? I've been around the people that aren't good, right? Yeah. I've seen a lot of things. People just, even when I'm not on drugs, right? I see people's faces change. It's like they're showing me their ectoskeleton or whatever you want to call it. It's something that you don't 
normally see on a day-to-day basis, right? Like you're, we're looking at each other and I see you, mm-hmm. right? But then I go and meet these other people that are very low frequency and I can see who they actually are. Are they a dragon? Are they a lizard? Are they a mm-hmm. ghost? Are they mm-hmm. something else taking place of that person's body, mm-hmm. right? Are you a spirit that is just here to trick someone? Mm-hmm. You know, are you good? Are you bad? It's it's those things that yeah, you're a truth seer. You can see that in people. Yeah, and, and not gonna lie, it's a little scary sometimes. Sometimes it makes me think I'm going effing crazy. Yeah, you know. And then it's like, but wait, if I didn't go through that one thing, that one thing, where would I be today? Would I still be very earthy and not even think about the spiritual side at all? Right. Would I not know my gifts? Right. Would I not know? anyone in the spiritual community, you know, right. it takes that one thing to happen. I, I think it was a spiritual awakening. It had, it had to have been. Absolutely. It had to have been. And I think people go through those things all the time, sober or not. Right. You know, I think they get, something happens in their life and it's like, but what really is life? Well, a lot of you people know? choose to use ayahuasca yeah. or, and you know, that's great for their journey. Mm-hmm. I, I've not been shown that it's absolutely necessary to have those things. I can still have, I, I mean, I can't get to the place that I was and I, I would love to go back, but I don't at the same time, yeah. you know, cause it was, it was absolutely insane. But you know, if you were to recreate the setting, like if you were in a, you and I were to create like a retreat setting where you didn't have to think about work, mm-hmm. you didn't have to set the alarm for a few days. Mm-hmm. And we were to basically create our own dimension where you had safety, you had food, good food in your belly, mm-hmm. your stresses were gone. You, you could you could get to that place. I, I feel like people get to that when they're meditating. Yes, right. Um, it's it can be hard to get into those parallels or your multidimensional other parts right. of you when you're managing okay, I'm just about there and oh shit, forgot to buy milk. Yeah. Right? Or, right. oh, my my ex is, is, you know, whatever, acting like a bitch or whatever. <laughs> you know? Right. It's life. Right. And I think that I'm going to refer back to Keely for just yeah. a second. Yeah. With her seeing what she saw in her dreams, I do think that she was in that council, like you just said. Yes. Right? I think maybe she was in that meeting because they were trying to figure out what to do with her because she was so gifted because she was so open to those things. Yes. And she is star seed. I mean, she, she is extraterrestrial, ultra terrestrial in in origin. Mm -hmm. And I can see her as a member of that council. So you're right. They're trying to figure out what do we do with this? Maybe we could even call her hybrid. What do we do with this member of the council who has graciously, offered to incarnate as human and report back to us or whatever her mission was. And, you know, when we incarnate and we're born, we have free will. We don't remember what the heck we're doing here. And then it it takes one of these moments like you're talking about and I'm talking about near death experience or trauma or something. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, that's who I am. Yeah. Bam. There we are. (laughs) And sometimes it's gentle. Sometimes it's not. Right. Yeah. I, and I feel like even even hearing your story, Rachel, right? Like when you were 
young, you decided you didn't want it and all your gifts went away for a little yes, bit until you decided. Yes, because we can choose that. Right. This is what this is what Keely did. Exactly. So Keely and anybody listening, none of your life has been none of your gift gifted part of your life has been wasted. There are no detours. If you were to zoom out and and look at your life as a diary or a journal, you're the one, your higher self has scripted this out. You know, as you've gone gone through your life, you've kept track. There are some milestones that you wrote out before you got here for sure. I'm being shown that you came here both to create a life as a human and report back Mm -hmm. to the council and as soon as you began to understand who you are as a member of the starseed council and perhaps we can ask sarai more about that as soon as you knew who you were then you start then you're going to start to know your psychic gifts and begin to help this realm this earthly realm more and that's supposed to be a give and take. It's supposed to be reciprocal. As much as you help, you're supposed to receive back. Mm-hmm. And then it seems like the fear is supposed to completely go away. It's supposed to be empowering. And not everybody's going to understand that. So yeah. we know what it's like, don't we, Allie? Right. When you start to grow as a psychic, people are like, whoa, you're weird. Mm-hmm. Or you're bad. Mm-hmm. This isn't Christian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever know, it is. We know the gamut. <laughs> By the way, everybody, I have to tell you that when I did the show in <laughs> Albia, that went so well, my friend Allie here... <laughs> showed up and she was in the back row ready to fight i was no one was gonna hurt you i was there for it she was there i just here's my thing i feel so alone in some aspects of my life right i would love if i was doing something that big in my life and opening myself up to these to anyone especially in my hometown for them to come and see me you know i would want someone on my side you know rather that be if someone you know, showing picket signs or yeah. whatever it yeah. was. I I just you knew. You were there I just me. had to be there. I Thank had to. You. There was no, what are your pronouns? I love when people ask me this. I'm always like, her, him, she, her. Like, it doesn't okay. matter what it is. Okay. I am a she, her. Okay, good. I, I never, well, after I say it every time, I get that little, like, fiery embarrassment like I did it wrong. So, <laughs> oh, okay. no, no, no. Okay. Not at all. I, I you love me enough to correct me, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I get nervous when people ask me. I, shit, I get nervous when people ask me my age. I'm like, I'm 16, 20, not almost 30. 30. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's just a 30 and 12 at heart. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, exactly. so Allie was there in the back row with Lindsay and Aji, one of our friends. <laughs> They were ready. We were to kick some ass. But we were also just there to be so supportive, you know? I mean, you were there for me. And you do so much good in this world. Thanks. So do you. No, but you really do. You help so many people that when people started commenting on your Facebook or, you know, know, and it was just a couple of people. And and I was proud of them for standing their ground. That's where they are in their journey. And they were, they're following their their path and I thought that it the people who responded including you did it with grace 
and it didn't turn out, it, none of it was nasty. And I thought, you know, this is a healthy discourse. Right. This is, I, I was really and it's proud agree, of it. It's, a, it's, it's okay for people to agree to disagree. disagree. Yes, and still be in relationship. Exactly. Nobody was like, well, I can't be your friend anymore. I, yeah. I watched it. I didn't, con- I didn't say much. I think I said one thing like, I don't remember what I said. Your God, this was your calling. Your God made you, one, or wanted you to do this. Yes, yeah, this is the way God made me. Mm-hmm. And I think I left it at that. And I was just really happy with how everybody handled themselves. And then that night, nope, everybody was there with joyful hearts mm-hmm. and nobody showed up with any signs right. or anything. Right. You know, we're, right. I think as humans, we're always looking for Parents the worst. were there. Yeah. yeah. I think we're always looking for the worst. And when it doesn't happen, good. That should not yeah. happen. You know what I mean? We should not be programmed how we are to always think of something as negative. That's right. Same so. when we look at this world. Exactly. You're going to see what you look for, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of good. This world is so good. Do you want to talk to Sarai a little bit? Should we? That's totally it. You're the one channeling, so it's really how you feel. Well, I feel good about that. I can can feel them kind of hovering behind me a little bit. Can I tell you something? Can you see them a little bit? Were you just going to say that? I was literally just about to say that. So as I'm looking at you, and these are past podcasts that we did right how you're like they show up as owls they show up as this they show... the only thing i can see is that owl sculpture right behind you yeah and then there's a white outline yeah around the aura like... around that owl yeah but not even just that right behind you yeah oh yeah the aura they show yeah. up behind me don't they yeah like a halo yeah and i'm like don't you know that's not me <laughs> yeah, yeah. no you're an angel for sure i definitely think you're an angel but yeah it's crazy i love yeah. it yeah you always let, you're always right there. Always in my brain. Yeah. Because even when you were texting, you're like, are we going to meet today? I'm like, oh my God, I was just thinking about her. When are we going to meet up next? I know, because sometimes Lindsay, your Lindsay will even think that I'm reading your mind. Yeah. Remember yeah. that time when she thought yeah. I was reading your mind? Yes. Like, no, I'm not. Yes. We're disconnected. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I love it. I love it. It's, and I'm just, this is just for anyone who's listening to this podcast that doesn't feel connected to anyone and thinks they're a little crazy out there alone you're not you're really not there's always at least someone in your corner regardless of who it is yes Um, if you have at least one that's all you need yes that's how I look at it yes so thank you for being my one of my two yes same to you (laughs) thank you same to you human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you quantum human design takes that process one step further allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. All right. And let's also put out there that if you feel like you don't have the one person, go to my Facebook page, and just put a heart. Go to at Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator and just put a heart there. And if I see that you've put a heart there, is that possible? People can just put a heart there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then that'll be the signal that you need somebody. Okay? So if you're hearing this and you see a heart, then you've got to answer back to that heart. Connect to that person, okay? All right. Yeah. Let's do it. I actually just got really excited because I'm like, I'm going to be the first one to add you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Good. 
Good. Oh, yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> as you were here, right, you heard us talk about Keely and her experiences as a child having dimensional dreams or being surrounded by people that are cloaked, maybe part of a council. Is there a way that you can tell us if it was you guys or different? Keely, we speak to you from the realm of the Anunnaki. As we speak to you from this realm, we wish you to remember that you are one of us. You are of this origin, and we hope that the resonance of this message will awaken your understanding and your gifting from this realm. At this time, you are encouraged to live into your gifts and be empowered to live freely without fear of shame or persecution and know that all will be well in this earthly life. We are grateful that you are remembering us and please know that we also remember you. You do not need to wait for sleep time to visit us. We are behind the constellation Orion. And then I experienced them taking a break. Keely, if you're listening, when they mentioned that they were behind the constellation Orion, I do not know that that is where the actual planet is. I saw some movement behind there. And I'm wondering if... This is Rachel speaking, obviously. When I saw the, the meeting of the council, the Anunnaki that you are part of, I see three of them in the Anunnaki cloak. And then I see some other council in different colors and there seems to be a meeting place behind Orion. And this council seems to be a gathering of several different type of ultra or extraterrestrial. They are showing me meditation of some kind where you close your eyes and simply <clears throat> let your frequency or your mind wander to that and, and just imagine going there. Remember, everybody listening, when you do these meditations, when it feels like you're making it up, you're not. So just allow yourself to go there, okay? I love that. And allow your... your um, Head to tingle. Your your email said that your head tingles when this happens. That's right, because they are, you're activating your crown chakra, okay? As I let Sarai come back into my body, they're going to give us all a light code download. And what this is, friends, is when they speak to us through my voice, you're going to hear probably words, numbers, or sounds. I'm not sure what it will be like. But as they speak through me, we're going to allow them to wake up coding and data that is dormant in your physical body that will allow you to receive joy and peace. And they're saying a resurrection of your psychic gifts that come from your origin, wherever that may be. All of us are from someplace else. You are from, you are a starseed. Everyone is a starseed. So you come from a different planet or the angelic realm. And so wherever that is, we're going to wake up some of your homeland data in you. Okay. So all you need to do right now is find a comfortable position to sit down or 
Lay on your bed. If you're driving, you want to do this later, okay? And you can close your eyes if you want. And you just want to focus on your breath. Before I let Sarai speak through me, I'm going to clear my throat just a minute. They're asking you to take a breath in through your nose and hold it. And as you hold it, I want you to think, I am more than my body, I am more than my thoughts. And exhale. And breathe in again. Hold it and think, I am more than my body, I am more than my thoughts. And exhale. And one more time. I am more than my body, I am more than my thoughts. And exhale. And here we go. People of the earth, receive this coating and let it envelop you. Let it awaken within you your psychic awareness. Let your body breathe in this network of light. Oh. to who you are. Receive this transmission in love and light, and so it is. We are Sarai. And the knocks from mm -hmm. above, did you hear? Thank you, Sarai. I am grateful for you. Next week, friends, I want to share with you something that happened to me that was really magical, but I'm still processing it. And basically, I said to Sarai something that I do when I'm being a stinker, when I said, okay, I need a visit from you. Show me something magical. And they always show up and they took me into a stargate. And man, did I see some stuff. And it's like I stepped into a VR, a no. virtual reality. And I need to draw it and process it and ask them more information. But I'm going to tell you about that next week. It was mind bending and 
amazing. So if you have had an experience where you were fully awake and you saw some sort of portal or stargate and you also saw something or you saw something like a starry night, but it wasn't like our stars, I would like to hear from you. Would you send me an email? Theangelcounselor at gmail.com. And also, if you have a question for Sarai or anything that you want me to cover on the podcast, I want to hear from you. Special thanks to Allie. Thank you, you too. You're the best. (laughs) Love you all. If you have not heard it, please hear from us. You are loved. We love you. See you next time. You've been listening to Angel Talk with Rachel Corpus. To learn more or to contact Rachel, visit rachelcorpus.com. Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.